Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Are we live? Yes, we are. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream, live from the ocean, way out east on Long Island. Uh, Yes, ocean, RJ Henners. What's going on, man? Scott Watson. Uh, How are you, GH? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I slept like a baby. Me and Doggy uh, did a quick run to the ocean. He sees something out there. It might be deer. This early in the morning, the deer are out uh, out on the beach. And I uh, I went to bed nice and early. Had a great night's sleep thanks to Microdose.com. Promo code OP. I'm not getting paid for that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I took a Microdose last night and uh, – Wow, did I sleep. Wow, wow, wow. Except for the part where I was convinced aliens were coming into my house. Besides that, I had a great night's sleep thanks to Microdose. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it's a trade-off. So Kevin Brennan does a podcast called um, MLC, and they had this to say uh, the other day. Check it out. And then I'll, I'll explain the me going on MLC uh, with Kevin Brennan. Martin Show, can we agree? Sucks. Can we agree it sucks? I don't listen. I don't know. Uh, exactly. The reason you don't listen is because it sucks. Okay, Cormier hasn't made a dollar on his own. All the money, all the success they had was when Opie was running the ship. Wow. Him and Sam stinks. It stinks. It's a shit show in the worst, in the worst boring kind of way. Just five bland white guys talking over each other. <laughs> and then Kumi hasn't made any money. Why do they keep the cobweb? Because they weren't making any money. <laughs> That's why they paid me $100. They don't make any money. So all the success they had, they all shit on Opie. But since Opie, since they, when they're not with Opie, they don't make any money or their show sucks. <laughs> when they're not That's with a Opie. fact. Yeah, yeah. When, o- when Kumi didn't make any money on his own, all his money he made was with Opie. All the success Norton had was with Opie. Norton don't sell any. Go to Norton's website. See where he's at. He's at shitty comedy clubs. He used to do theaters when he was with Opie. Well, I think the three of them together, that was the thing. Is it, cuck? (laughs) I love that rant. I love it a lot. The only thing I didn't like about that rant is how he said theaters. Theaters. What, he got lost saying the damn word. So what was the question? Why not? Uh, sorry. Why no MLC yesterday when you said you would? This is this is what uh, is frustrating. Um, Kevin Brennan, he's a smart man. Uh, there's a little buzz about me lately. A little. Just a little. My numbers have been growing just a little. So he... Uh, he tweeted that I was going to be on his podcast. Uh, the problem is he never, he never mentioned it to me. So there's your answer, Robert. He never mentioned it to me. Microdose now with a pinch. Up. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Look, I've talked about microdose for a long time. And one of the things that it certainly does, it helps with uh, creativity. Um, but it also helps with your sleep. But with that touch, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, as you're falling asleep, you're gonna, you're gonna start thinking some weird crap. It's better than the edibles I used to get from my neighbor down the beach here. Unfortunately, another person, I, he, he was a, 
I would say he was a good friend of mine. I knew a friend and our kids got along and he loved to fish and he's from Buffalo and he loves the Buffalo Bills. And he had a beach house, like five houses down. And then his stupid job moved him to Austin out of nowhere. But one day we're sitting on the beach. Our, oh, and our dogs loved each other. I probably talked about our dogs. They were completely in love with each other. And um, the Bills were in the playoffs a couple of years ago. And we're on the beach just doing our thing, just watching our dogs run around or our kids were playing or fishing, whatever. It's just a casual, casual uh, fall day. And the Bills were in the playoffs. And he handed me some, um, he handed me some something, somethings, okay? And uh, he goes, these are nothing. I love when people go, these are nothing. I go, well, how much should I take? He goes, ah, you can take one. A full one. These are nothing. So um, Bills were in the playoffs. I took this little weak thing from my neighbor. And uh, I'm here with the wife and the kids. I settled down. I, I clear the field. You know when you have to clear the field every once in a while? You're like, look, look, I'm telling you right now what's happening. I'm watching the Bills game. I know we got programs we need to watch. I know the kids need a little attention, but today I'm watching the game. You clear the field. I take the weak, the weakness from my neighbor. <laughs> Fast forward an hour. I'm watching the Bills game. I really don't know what's going on anymore. I'm trying to be cool because my, my, I mean, my wife, yeah, she's she's fine with with this, but I I, I don't want my kids to see me. Acted a little weird, so I was trying to hold it together. And then this is all I remember about the Bills playoff game that I was looking forward to. I don't even remember if they won the game, as I tell this story a couple years later. I was watching the game, and I was convinced I could paint, paint the football game. And you might say to yourself, well, okay. You know, you, you, you hit pause and maybe there's a cool scene on the TV and then you can break out a canvas and some oil paints and paint away, right? See, time didn't matter anymore. This is what I'm trying to say. So each individual play that was happening in front of my eyes, I was convinced I could paint what I was seeing because it seemed like the whole game was on freeze frame to me. Do you get it? Yes, you do. Here, cheers. And that was because of my neighbor and his, uh, quote, weak edibles. What happened to Gay Marco? And how did you guys get away with the eating out for in-sync tickets a bit? Mitch, there was a time on the radio that uh, you were able to do so much more. And now, man, if you do a live stream and you say the wrong word, they'll yank you. But back then, we had in-sync tickets. We had, um, uh, we had uh, Marco, who was, uh, I guess uh, you're allowed to say a gay gentleman. You're allowed to say that now in 2023. <laughs> and we had a contest. What would you do for blank tickets? It was an ongoing uh, thing on the show. Pretty much a, a real basic, kind of a basic radio bit, to be honest with you. But see, me and Anthony used to take basic. That's a cool shot right there with Doggy. Look at that. We would take these basic uh, radio bits and we would just go all out. So what would you do for for 
and sync tickets. You know, people would be like, I would, I would hold this sign in Times Square. You know, all the dumb like Z100 type garbage. And we're like, nah, man, it's got to be really good. I hate those shows that do those bits and then they'll suggest something. I wish I could come up with an example right now. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you would do that. You would put whipped cream on your head and walk around Times Square for a while. Who cares? So we would take phone calls like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not even sure if we suggested it. We probably did. So we're like, Marco, you really want to go see this in sync, don't you? He's like, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, um, this is what's so weird about where we were in life and in our careers. I'm like, all right, we got an idea. You're gay, so we want you to do something with a, a woman. Let's just put it that way. I got to be uh, careful here, very careful. And this is the confidence that Opie and Anthony had. So we needed a, a, a girl to volunteer to be the other part of this bit. And uh, I, I, I haven't heard the audio in a long time, but I, I would imagine if I remember things correctly that we're like, all right, now we need a girl. And we went to the phones and the phones were like just lit with girls willing to do this. Fast forward in studio, gay, uh, gay Marco, a girl. And he did something that he did not want to do to get the insane tickets. And his his reaction was hilarious. Okay, go. Can I look at it first? Yeah, yeah. All right, give him a quick look. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael, don't leave. Michael, come here. Michael, come here. Come back. Michael, come here. Come here. And he freaked out. And for the people playing at home, we just, just saw the hottest. right. Right. If you're if you're hottest. a heterosexual guy, you oh. would have just went like, "Oh my god, <laughs> good god, oh my god, <laughs> Marco, Marco, right. Marco, take a breath. Now let's get back into position. Watch, I'll hold your hand if you want. Oh, she'll hold your hand. I'll hold your hand. As long as I know, Opie's behind me. Oh, oh boy. Opie, just say yes, 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 and shut up. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, he is back, kneeling. He was not looking, though. Now, right when the music starts, she will again, uh, the gates will open, and you will... Wait, make him look at it again. <laughs> oh, no, God, that ruins it, dude. It's so funny, though. Come on. <laughs> Mike, come and make him look at it. Go ahead. Go ahead. O open. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why does it stick out like that? No! <laughs> That's a woman! <laughs> Who would you rather interview, Fred Norris or Billy Ray Cyrus? That is a weird, random question. Um, obviously, Fred Norris. Billy Ray Cyrus is, uh, he had one hit, and he has a daughter that's insanely talented and insanely hot you know i i saw her once she used to come to sirius xm a lot and um man i gotta be honest i saw her in the lobby of sirius xm after an appearance and she was getting ready for the paparazzi uh who was outside and a whole bunch of fans it's so funny i saw the same thing with lady gaga and a few other mega stars after their interviews at sirius xm they would leave the building and just get just get mobbed and she was in the corner with all her people 
trying to get her look just right before she walked out of the building. They were putting makeup on and they were doing her hair real fast, just in the corner of the lobby. And there's a lady like intensely looking at her, seeing if there's any flaws and going, oh, wait, 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 wait. Fixing a, a piece of hair, you know. They, it's insane uh, what happens with these really famous people. They walk around with a, a little crew and the crew is like a pit crew uh, down there at NASCAR. And they just keep looking at the person like, oh, wait, wait, oh. Okay, I think we got it. And then she walked through the lobby and walked out that door. And I was leaving work. And I just I just stood there to watch the whole thing unfold. Long story short, good God. Good God, is she a piece of ass. It's unbelievable how, how hot she is. Hot when it's time to change. Uh, it's unbelievable how hot she is. Oh, my God. Good God. Lady Gaga, not so much. In person, not so much. She walked by uh, me a couple times in the hallway. Um, she she did a lot of time at SiriusXM. This goes back probably uh, eight to ten years ago. She was there a lot. She's short, and uh, and as my brother used to say, she's a handsome woman. <laughs> I love that term. She's a handsome woman. You take away all that stuff that props her up, and she's no more than a five or a six. But Miley Cyrus, naturally, a natural beauty. My goodness. Hey, I want to thank Blue Chew for being part of this podcast for a really long time. It's greatly appreciated. And it's appreciated that you're supporting the sponsors like Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. And you can try it for free right now by using the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. Yeah, you can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead. We want to plan ahead sometimes, right? Of course we do. The process is simple. This is what you do. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Discreet packaging. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. Everything is done all nice for you. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, BlueChew can help you out. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code OPIE to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Promo code OPIE at bluechew.com to try it for free. Uh, the sound of the bottle rocket. Then blowing up down the hall was insanely funny. And then we had a, I don't even know what that girl wanted. Somehow uh, a girl got in a situation where we built a, we built a heat shield, a heat shield to protect her as she was on her back. And uh, as we fired a, a bottle rocket, from an area that Gay Marco did not like at all. Let's just put it that way. I think I can. I kind of like talking around this stuff. This is like old school. And we decided, let's see if we could fire a bottle rocket down the hall and hit one of the Yankee cutout 
players we had that was just sitting in the hallway. And, and you know, and everyone around us at the radio station were like, oh, those crazy bastards. No one stopped us. The ideas started getting crazier and crazier, and no one stopped us. But, yes, that happened, too. We fired a bottle rocket down the hall. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, all right, what else we got going on? You got the Mitch McConnell. He fall, he fall down. He fall down. He fell down in uh, D.C. in a hotel. I, I guess he was trying to, like, uh, raise some money or something, one of those fundraisers, one of those uh, – one of those hoity-toity affairs where they collect money, and he fell. And now they're saying that he hit so hard uh, that they think that he passed out, and that's why he wasn't able to protect himself when he fell down. And he's got a concussion. He's going to be in the hospital for a few days, 81 years old, in the hospital for a concussion for more than a day. That is something to watch. Something else is going on there. You don't stay in a hospital for uh, multiple days uh, with a concussion. They usually release you right away, especially the younger people. And then, you know, then it's up to your parents uh, to observe you. Is his eyes dilated? I remember this from basketball. I had a couple concussions in my life. Maybe that explains some things. And then they would send you home and then your, your, <laughs> then your parents all of a sudden, you know, they, they, they're doctors now. Oh, now they're doctors. So the doctor goes, okay, make sure his uh, pupils don't dilate and uh, make sure he doesn't, uh, you know, uh, start getting groggy and falling asleep. So it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm sitting there on the couch and my mom would like all of a sudden get this close to my face to see if my pupils were dilated. And then, uh, then I'm starting to fall asleep, and they're waking me up. I'm like, why are you waking me up? They said, you know, that's a sign that we have to watch out for. I'm like, it's 1130 at night. Now I'm just tired. Why is everyone in government my dad's age? Good grief. Vincent Scaramuzzo. Man, is that a great point. They're the ones that have to decide that you're too old to be a congressman or a senator or a president and why would they ever say wow you know what this job we have is absolutely amazing but for the good of the country we we need to retire at a decent age they would never do that just had a chocolate peanut butter banana porter Ooh, that sounds good sean i was very surprised i went down to philly last weekend and you know a lot a lot a lot of union guys down there and my father-in-law, he's a Miller-like guy. That is it. Over the years, I try to get him to drink other stuff. And he'll enjoy one. And then he goes back to his Miller-like. He's that type of guy. So we got there uh, Saturday night. I always go down to his beer, uh, his beer fridge, especially after the, after the ride from the city to, to Philly. To have, you know, just have one or whatever. And in his fridge, he had a double chocolate stout there's no way my father-in-law bought that beer and man it was uh it was delicious it was awesome i like fishing hell yeah man one of my guys was it um rj was it you i think it was rj henners he uh he dm'd me a, a video on instagram we got instagram subscriptions now we're 22 people strong Hit subscribe on my Instagram, Opie Radio. I'm going to turn on the chat room. They're selling a dish. 
and no offense to Japan, but I feel like it has Japan's fingerprints all over this. They have a dish where it's a fish, a, a big fish, like this big, on a plate, and the fish is still alive, and I guess you're supposed to cut into this fish while it's still alive because it makes it even tastier and fresher. But the problem is they they um, they present this plate with the fish on it, and the, and the fish's head is just moving around. It's still alive. It's still alive. And RJ sent me this video. I, I was depressed immediately because the fact is I do a lot of fishing, but I rarely take a fish out of that ocean. I, I throw almost everything back. I probably keep a couple a couple a year. And last summer, I didn't even have a keeper. I had a really bad fishing season as far as um, striped bass go. But I was looking at this fish like I couldn't, I couldn't eat that. There's no way I could eat that. I hate going to like a Greek restaurant and they and they serve you the fish with the head on it still. That's that freaks me out. If I don't see the face, I'm good. We talked about that with pig roast. That's why I don't like pig roast. Because all of a sudden you walk out into the backyard and on the picnic table is a giant pig with the head still on it. For some reason it makes the meat taste differently to me. And I know that doesn't make sense because that same meat is is in all the markets. In all the markets. I used to enjoy your Buffalo stories. Hope got any more up your sleeve. Let's see. Uh, I think uh, the time I, I uh, time I was taking a nap and I had really long hair and an intruder came into my apartment and I woke up cause I, I could feel a presence and possibly warm breath on my face. Cause this person was looking down to see what, uh, what I was, what flavor I was. Realized that the long hair threw him off. And then he ran out of my apartment. And I jumped up. Freaked out. Well, my line was, what are you doing here? That's great. That's a great line. What do you think he's doing in your apartment? Oh, you got an Amazon delivery. I didn't want to leave it at the door. What do you think he wanted, you idiot? That was my line. What are you doing here? And then he ran out, and I chased him because I thought he'd stole my uh, my car keys and my wallet. Because where I usually had my car keys and wallet, there was nothing in that space. I'm like, oh, my God, he just stole my wallet. And then I ran down the, um, the stairs, ran out of the building. It was North Pearl Street in, uh, in Buffalo, if you need to know. Right off Allen Street. Not the best area back in the day. And then I uh, went back to my apartment and I realized he didn't steal my, my keys and my wallet. I, I put them somewhere else. So uh, that I, I've told that story. And then it turned out that Buffalo had a individual that was doing that type of thing. So that was uh, pretty damn scary. Did the fish have uh, eyebrows? Oh, cheers on that, Hugo. The Hasbeeb. Opie the Hasbeeb. Nothing worse than... Nothing worse than trying to get some hate out and you misspell has been. <laughs> you were so excited to get your hate out that you didn't double check your work, brother. Cheers to Terrence. Opie the dopey looking like uh, Lane Staley if he was still alive but still had his heroin addiction. Peter, you're trying, you're trying way too hard, brother. 
you just pulled your back out by swinging too hard. That's just that is just dumb. And most likely they're they're defending a guy that looks like he sleeps in a gravel driveway. That's the weird part about those those comments that I look like Lane Staley as they try to defend a guy that looks like he sleeps in a gravel driveway. That's what's so crazy about all this stuff. Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge is still around. Who would have known? Yeah, he's still doing his thing, man. We had a good conversation. It's weird because we were at odds for all those years. My goodness. He was supposed to beat me up. I hate fighting the big guys. They, that, they always just sucked. Because, man, as soon as they give you a, a bear hug, you're so apt. So you have to stay away from the bear hug. And then they start pummeling you, and you can't move. And that's what I was thinking with Bubba the Love Sponge. If he gets me in a bear hug, I am so apt. you got to jab your ass off. you got to be bouncing and jabbing. And make sure they don't grab that wrist and put you in a bear hug. And then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> talking uh, uh, talking about you, Billy Staples. Cheers. I was put in a bear hug back in the day at WNEW, and I was like, oh, I am so effed. And that was after I punched Paul Bond in the face and broke his eye socket. This, th- these were the glory days of radio. I broke some guy's eye socket, basically, and didn't get in any trouble. It cost me a meal in Little Italy. And Billy Staples, he was a big guy. You know, he's, he's going to protect his uh, friend Paul Bond that is now in the corner of the studio just uh, nursing a, a pretty significant black eye and swelling. And then he grabs me. I'm like, I am so effed. I am so done. And then he, he was like, calm down. Oh, calm down. It's a prank. It's a prank. And it was one of the biggest reliefs of my career to know that I wasn't going to get pummeled after getting put in a uh, bear hug by Billy Staples. I'm like, oh, the whole thing's a prank. And then I look at uh, Paul. He's like, yeah, we got you, didn't we? And I'm like, ah, I think I got you. And then I felt real. I mean, I felt so bad, so bad, but I had no idea. So then I remember like uh, hanging out with um, with Paul and Billy for the rest of the the day or the night, I believe. And we, uh, we wandered around, and uh, I just wanted to make sure he was okay because I just felt terrible. Man, now if you punch someone at work, these, these do-gooders, they'll, they'll fire you over that. How dumb is that? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine having your own XM show and stopping low enough to host Ant's show on Compound? Jimmy stinks. Well, that's all about guilt. Jimmy knows all the fans wanted him to do a radio show with Anthony, but Jimmy knows in the end that Anthony's incredibly unstable and not someone you want to bank on for your career. So stupid Jimmy, the worm, perfect nickname for the guy. He keeps his foot in Anthony's camp just enough to keep uh, keep all the people away. It's insanity that there's not an Anthony and Jim Norton show. Insanity. And I guarantee that's all Jimmy and not Anthony. Because Anthony really wants to be uh, big and popular again. And, uh, and that would be the shortcut if he did a show with Jim Norton. But Jim Norton uh, is the one that is, uh, that is against that. 
So he does just enough. So the fans are like, oh, you guys are friends still. When the fact remains that the Jim and Sam show is a complete waste of time. And a Anthony and Jim Norton show would be a success. So what is holding Jimmy back in the end for real? Jimmy hates your guts even though you made him. Who gives two craps? He's not a good person. He's more phony than, uh, than uh, pretty much all of them. Complete phony. He should be doing a radio show, an internet show, a podcast on a regular basis with Anthony Cumia. That is a fact. Leave it alone. Why? You know it's true. I would give Jimmy hell for that. He ain't fooling anybody at this point. He does an incredible, incredibly mediocre show with Sam Roberts for Sirius XM. They dramatically cut their salary again. They're making no real money over there anymore, but they had no other places to go. So they had, they had to sign a terrible contract. You don't think I know this stuff from my people? And the fact remains, uh, the fan base, you know, they they separated us a long time ago. And so many people like, uh, Jimmy and Anthony were the whole thing. But they don't work together. That's just plain stupid. And the fans know it at this point. And Jimmy's not fooling anybody. He continues doing a lame-ass show with Sam Roberts when Anthony's sitting there. And he knows they, he knows they have chemistry and he doesn't do it. Think about that. What is that really about? That's what you have to ask yourself today. Jimmy used to always talk about, uh, you got to be honest, man. All right, be honest. Explain to your, your, your dwindling audience why you never worked with Anthony full-time. Because you're the honest guy, remember? You get mad at people that weren't being honest. So why don't you explain that to your dwindling audience? Because that was the move all along. You didn't like working with me. You believed in Anthony. But you never, you never took the step to work with the guy. Why is that? You got a point there. Of course I do. Of course I do. And then Jimmy's paranoia gets the best of him. And then every once in a while, he's like, he appears on Anthony's show, just gives the fans enough. Oh, just enough. And then I could go back to doing a lame-ass, mediocre show with Sam Roberts. And then, oh, no, they're on to me again. Let me go over to Anthony's and do another block of uh, stuff over there. All right, that should hold them off. Now I got to go back to the mediocre show with Sam Roberts. Uh, no one's buying it anymore. Sorry. Oh, yeah, call your daughter. Thank you, Vegas. Oh, Jesus, thank you. I got to go, guys. For my subscribers on, on my Instagram, Opie Radio, I'll turn on the chat room after I talk to my daughter. And I'll pop into the private Facebook group as well.